Why, hello there, poddlers. Coming up, find out who this little rascal is. Marlene, <laughs> I have told you that this market is far too down market for us. Nothing but real chances here. Enjoy the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Tuesday morning. Good morning. I forgot to mention, uh, do I sound different? One, two, three, four, five. No. I've got a, an absolute radio country mic muff this yes, morning, which I'm yeah. very proud oh. of. <laughs> Brandy, you can you see that, guys, from there? Twang to your voice, but, but it hasn't, that's it. But look at um, Howdy. That sounded yeah. nice. <laughs> um, but uh, what they've done, which is really clever here, um, absolute radio country, is it's the writing's up this way yeah. on this side, but on the other side... Oh... It's the other way up, wow. in case you're one of those people who has a dangly mic. Oh, oh nice. It's the sort of everything. Classic Balin, that is. Yeah, Classic Balin. exactly what he does. He, yeah. He's the thinking man's DJ. Yeah. He really is. Uh, right, it is time now, as promised, regardless of the mic muff, to give you a chance to stick it to the bin man. And to win a sticker for your wheelie bin, what you need to do is listen to a clip from yesterday's show when the ferryman... Well, he returned oh, to yeah. breakfast. So nice to see him. And he's back, actually, just after half seven in about an hour's time to give you a chance to be at this weekend's Isle of Wight Festival. But what I want to know is, what is the ferryman's brand new catchphrase? Been ferrying all the big names to and from the Isle of Wight Festival since the first one back in 1968. I'm a friend of the stars, if you will. But you know me... <laughs> all about part of the service. I'll drop a few hints as to who is on board, but I won't tell you. Uh, no, but correctly no. identify. <laughs> correctly identify <laughs> who I'm shipping over and them tickets could be yours. So yesterday we repeated the ferryman's catchphrase over and over again. As did he, to be fair. <laughs> So You'd have loved read him, the script. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah. loved him. Guy, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. two would have got on really well. <laughs> Very similar people. Uh, but what is the ferryman's catchphrase? Your names and your answers, please, to 8-12-15. This is your chance to stick it to the bin, man. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, here's the thing. And I don't know how I'm going to break the news to him. The ferryman's going to be back at half seven with your yes. chance to be at the Isle of Wight Festival. No one knows his catchphrase. <laughs> not, not one well, single person out there knows young. his catchphrase. <laughs> now, admittedly, uh, he he hasn't been on the breakfast show for four years. Yes. Uh, and he didn't have the catchphrase last time. No, he, he workshopped did he? it, yeah. didn't he? Uh, he workshopped yeah. it uh, yeah. live on air an hour after many of you are, are you know, going about your business. We understand that. It was a big ask. It was a big ask. Um, so the answer is confidentiality is key. <laughs> and what this means, of course, is that tomorrow... Tomorrow morning, live on The Breakfast Show, we have a first, because I'm going to give away two bin two. stickers. Oh. Wow, yes. What? No, it wasn't one today, and I can't give it away. Because I, I, I've got to say, I don't remember that catchphrase <laughs> from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Glenn was in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going to need to make these slightly easier, perhaps. Yes. Less niche. But it's nice, isn't it? It's a rollover, so you can have a sticker on your general waste and your garden. Yeah, you can have both. You can have... It'd be like I've got twins. You can put me out there uh, on bin day. We'll make an easier question tomorrow, like how often does Dyson blink during the show? (laughs) 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 Do you know what? I might make it tomorrow, uh, just because I'm twisted like that. I might make it the same question again. What is the ferryman's (laughs) catchphrase? See if it's going through. (laughs) Well, this is is why your wheelie bin's so boring, Glenn. Yeah? Um, You've got 
up your game if you're going to get a bin sticker. Um, so I'm going to ask you the same question again tomorrow. If you don't know the answer, um, even though I've just said it, uh, he will definitely be using his catchphrase again, as I say, just after half seven. And tomorrow I've got two chances for you to stick it to the bin man. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Ten minutes past seven on your Tuesday morning. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters. As, of course, does Matt Dyson socially arming us all. Mm. Uh, before you begin this morning, Matt, I was hoping to use the social ammunition as a platform to send a warning out to all of our ah, dear, dear friends yes, and listeners out there. Uh, there are some loathsome souls on Facebook. That's not a full stop there. Uh, there's more to a sentence. Um, who are pretending to be us and offering yes. you a chance to win a prize. Um, do not give those Ignore people them. your bank details. Do not get Yes, and thank you for getting in touch with us and letting us know that these people are yes. attempting to do that. Um, so if you are a Facebook user, if this breakfast show seems to reach out to you telling you've won a prize, you haven't, I will tell you personally mm. that you've won a prize on air or a member of the team will call you and it's all above board and dealt with in the right way. Uh, do not enter your bank details into anyone claiming to be us. Plus, I believe the picture they used is of me and Matt and yeah. regular own that There's no way I'd let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So, you know, if yeah. you see any show merch that includes <laughs> any of the other faces yeah. that, that accompany <laughs> so the voice you can hear, it? it's totally unbelievable. You know it's all about the main man here, right? Yeah. So, it's where the scammers really let themselves down. Really yeah, what we're saying yeah, is, con yeah. artists, up yeah. your game. Yeah. All right? yeah, yeah. They, they I mean, didn't factor in the yeah. ego of just one person. Yeah. That person's me. Yeah, I mean, they do better than some of those ones that just text you and have like loads of typos in it. They've yeah. done a bit more work than that, but they've made a few key mistakes. Uh, we know so many of you are obviously wise to this, but it just felt like the right thing to do thank to let you, you know. Yes. It, it is it is an us, so um, yeah, so and thank you for letting us know. Not to. We're in the process of trying to shut them down as well, so um, hopefully that will happen soon. Yes, hopefully it will. Uh, mm. But keeping it on Facebook, our yes. glorious leader. Um, I love it. The other it. side of Facebook. He's got a Facebook this memory, hasn't he? Amazing. Our boss Paul shared this the other day ahead of going back to the Isle of Wight Festival uh, at the weekend, or later this week, in fact. Uh, he says uh, uh, he had a, a horror uh, of a memory pop up on Facebook memories from 11 years ago, uh, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> our boss, when he was like a producer here at Absolute Radio, he just said, I just had a, a wish I was dead moment. Liam Gallagher just shook my hand and said, easy. I tried to say nice back to him, but got nervous and said, kneesy. <laughs> I've died a little inside. He said, he said, kneesy to LG. In fairness to you, though, Paul, I don't think saying nice to him is much better. To nice. Be. Yeah. yeah, nice and easy. Nice. Yeah, nice. Kneesy. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, we just yeah. did up there with the guys, yeah? <laughs> nice. That sounds like two spies meeting up, and that's the code word. Easy. Nice. nice. Yep. nice and you come. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah, great. Oh, Weird, very him. strange, but uh, nice of him to share it. Uh, and uh, elsewhere this morning, uh, we need to talk about Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. Yes, we do. <laughs> you, may not have heard Bless of you. you may not have heard of them for a while, the huge twins uh, who uh, once sued Mark Zuckerberg for the over the idea for Facebook. They're in the social network film, the big, big lads who are into rowing. Yeah. Everyone knows them. Everyone's aware of them. They've now given up on business uh, because they, they worked for a while. They're into Bitcoin, as you'd imagine. They're selling NFTs. They're those type of guys. Very rich um, Americans. And uh, they've given up on business to go into music. Uh-oh. They have uh, what's described as a hard-hitting rock band no. that they formed called Mars Junction. They're like a sort of uh, American version of, of Bross. They do uh, do. <laughs> I thought you meant like in a northern, like Ma, like Mum. <laughs> 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 Mars Junction. Junction. Oh, she loved that. 
that junction, it were a favourite junction, Mars. <laughs> no, Mars, the planet. Junction. Right. They do covers of like the Killers, Blink One Eight Two, Rage Against the Machine. Weirdly, wow. even though they are the machine, but uh, they're still <laughs> raging against <laughs> against themselves. And, and they did, and they've done a version of Journeys Don't Stop Believing, which is why they've gone viral. Uh, it is pretty bad, pretty out of key. I'll just take this in for you. Basically, they're in the wrong key, I think that was the issue. Yeah, but they're harmonising with each other in the wrong key, yes. which is yeah, yeah, tough to do, great. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they're, they're on tour in America at the moment, Mars <laughs> Junction. People have bought tickets to see Yeah, them. I know. And I, can, I could draw all of them from memory. You can picture them, can't you? You can <laughs> yeah. picture everyone in that audience. Yeah. <laughs> Very into crypto. <laughs> yeah, apparently they, they give away NFTs if you go to the gig. They have to sort of bribe people. By giving away <laughs> NFTs. It's amazing. What a world we live in, eh? Uh, anyway, that is your social ammo action. It's viral, it's trending, it's gaining traction. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The time is 18 minutes past seven on your Tuesday morning. It is time for Bandagrams. It's back. Yeah, this music. Eh? How long has this going to last for? <laughs> I feel like, Matt, you have to clear up that it isn't you singing. Is I know, yeah. <laughs> Matt stood at his oil drum that he has with his fire blazing, bombing along. Lovely stuff. Um, no, this is Bandagrams, which is basically an anagram of a very popular album name, and you need to figure out which album it is mm. to win yourself a shout-out. So I want your names, your answers, where you are, and a flavour of what you're up to. And instead of just saying, like, I'm going to work, tell me what it is you're going to do at work, if you are going to work. Mm. If you're making your breakfast, tell me what breakfast it is. What are you having? The devil's in the details. That's what we want. Uh, So I fed this album title into the anagram generator and a bandagram has been produced. And today it is a Misty Tartan Saga. Ooh. Misty Tartan. A Misty Tartan Saga. Now, this album was released in 2018, comes courtesy of a Brit Award winner. A Misty oh. Tartan Saga. Your names, your answers, and all those details I just asked for, please, to 8, 12, 15. If you get it right, you get your shout-out next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. From the biggest transformations to the smallest changes, be house-proud with Wix. Shop the latest offers in store or via the Wix app. Don't be house-barrassed, be house-proud with Wix. One breakfast show, nine different playlists. Go and download that free Absolute Radio app and mix it up a little bit. What we do know is the bandogram this morning comes courtesy of all things Absolute Radio 10s, released in 2018 by a Brit Award winner. But which album is a misty tartan saga? Matt Dyson, would you like to do the honours of... Well... 
Yes. Revealing the answer. When you've got the 2018, answer. 2018, I think, was the key. Uh, Staying at Tamara's by George Ezra. Yes. It yes. is. Staying at Tamara's by George Ezra, who will be joining me here on The Breakfast Show from 9am today on both Absolute Radio and Absolute Radio 10s. Congratulations to Jen in the Wirral, Pete in Leicester out in the van, Mark in East Riggs about to drop a mate off at his work, Louise in Glasgow walking to get a pasty for breakfast, Chubby on his way to fit an automatic door in London, Rob in Braintree, Sarah in Epping going back to work in the office, having had a day off yesterday after a messy hen weekend. Well done to you, Sarah. So, bravo. It is Staying at Tomorrow's by George Ezra, who is going to be joining us on The Breakfast Show just after nine on Absolute Radio and Absolute Radio 10s. And Bandagrams will return tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Ten weeks of tickets. Yes, it is week two of our giveaway to send you to this weekend's Isle of Wight Festival where you will see Kasabian, Blossoms, The Kooks, Muse, Madness, Noel Rogers, The Vaccines, so, so many. And our friend, The Ferryman, is back. Good morning, Ferryman. Ah, Dave, how are thee? Very good. <laughs> very good, very piratey this morning, <laughs> yeah, I see. Thanks, yeah. well, you know well, me. Uh, uh, so, uh, I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier mm, on Ferryman, yeah. but we were trying to kind of give away a bin sticker to to the early birds and the question they had to answer was based on your catchphrase from yesterday well, and we yeah. didn't have one correct entry <laughs> no it's not really cutting through is it Dave <laughs> I, I, I maybe need term. to say it a few more times today <laughs> okay. really hammer it home so um, once again you're going to be helping somebody win yes. a pair of tickets how's it going to happen that's right well Christa Berg once sang don't pay the ferryman don't even fix a price don't pay the ferryman until he gets you to the other side but in my case you do have to purchase a ticket before <laughs> <laughs> I've been sailing these shores since 1968, the first ever Isle of Wight festival. All the big name acts jump aboard, but I never reveal who they are because confidentiality is key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the weird new catchphrase. Um, uh, you're not going to so see Mr. <laughs> Mr. Chip recreating that one anytime soon on your telly box. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll give you a few clues uh, okay. about who's on the ferry this morning. Okay. If you can guess who it is, you win. Okay, great. Uh, well, let's get out to sea then and, and take okay. take it away. Welcome aboard the famous Isle of Wight Link Ferry departing Ride Pier. There we go. The Arshi blows heading for the Isle of Wight this morning. As you may have spotted, I've got a very special celebrity guest on board. Wave if you see them, but you know, confidentiality. <laughs> All part of the service. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give anything away. This guy is everywhere at the moment. He's omnipresent. <laughs> some might say. <laughs> it's not just my ferry you'll be seeing him on. Uh, now, it's a bit choppy this morning. The boat may rock a bit, making everybody dance in their seats. Yeah. Um, wow. I, <laughs> thank you. I've been ferrying celebs over this crossing for years. So many good times have been had on this vessel. Hang on a minute. Hold on to your seats, ladies and gents. Here comes a La Freak wave. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm experienced, Captain. I can handle it and remaining uh, confidential as well, because it's key. <laughs> Confidentiality is key. All there part is. of the service. There it is. You may have noticed I'm a busy ferry today. Lots of passengers on board because this celebrity has a lot of famous friends, some very lo good-looking guests, everyone looking very chic. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of stowaways. What are you two pair of daft punks doing on here? <laughs> Keep those helmets on, lads. <laughs> 
Confidentiality is key. You don't want to give away your identity. <laughs> so thank so, you very yeah, much indeed, Ferryman. Well done. Where is Matt Dyson? You keep missing each I'll other. I'll go and fetch him on my way out. Go fetch him. And the rest of you, call right now to be at the Isle of Wight Festival. It's 0330 123 1215. That's 0330 123 1215. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Paint, flooring, tiles, garden essentials and more besides. Whatever you need, Wix has got it covered. Shop now in store or through the Wix app. Be house proud with Wix. Ten weeks of tickets. Yes, as part of 10 weeks of tickets, we've got a pair of tickets for you to go to this weekend's Isle of Wight Festival. There's another chance to win on home time from 4pm with Bush and Ritchie. But right now, joining us on line one is Jane. Good morning, Jane. Morning, Dave. Morning, team. Hi, Jane. Welcome along to the show. Uh, Before we get your answer as to who was aboard the ferryman's vessel, uh, we've had this in from another listener named Phil. He says, Dave, why does the ferryman keep saying they are leaving Ride for the Isle of Wight? Isn't Ride on the Isle of Wight? (laughs) (laughs) I know confidentiality is key in all that, but I hope he can shed some light on us why. Uh, So, Matt, did you bump into the ferryman on the way back into the studio? Oh, you could have brought it up with him, couldn't you? What an idiot he is. Yeah, maybe he'll (laughs) rectify that horrible geographical (laughs) error in time for tomorrow's giveaway. Now he's out of the room. We can say whatever the hell we want about him, especially (laughs) Come on now. Um, So, uh, Jane, geography aside, we'd love to send you to Isle of Wight. Here's a little reminder of what the ferryman told us. Some very good looking guests, everyone looking very chic. Uh, yeah, we... Okay, so <laughs> who was on board the ferry? I think it was Nile Rogers and Sheik. It was Nile yeah. Rogers. Well Nile done. Rogers. Well done, Jane. You're off to the Isle of Wight Festival. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning into the show. As I say, there'll be a chance for you to win again on the Home Time Show from 4pm. Listen to Absolute Radio and you could find yourself at this summer's best gigs. Ten weeks of tickets. On Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning. The time is 10 minutes past eight. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as does a very special invitation that I received from comedy legend Paul Whitehouse. A couple of weeks ago, he joined me on the show after I went to see Only Fools and Horses, the musical, with my dad as part of his birthday present. I wanted to get Paul on the show to congratulate him on coming up with such a a brilliant idea, the way in which he's kind of taken all these different story elements from across all those seasons of one of the best-loved comedies in this country and brought them together on the stage. It's quite remarkable. And that's when this happened. Fancy yourself a bit, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you come and do a little cameo? Obviously, we wouldn't give you too much because it requires, you know, years of training and... (laughs) I always forget how scathing his invitation actually was. <laughs> yeah. I've now yeah. played that clip about yeah. like five times uh, on yeah. the show and I'm always taken aback. <laughs> yeah. told off. Yeah, yeah in, in my head it's a really warm, <laughs> nice thing. A I even set that up. Yeah. You fancy yourself a bit. It's the opening gambit You're a jumped up DJ who fancy <laughs> yourself a bit. Okay, here's, here's a role in my play. Yeah. But perhaps the truth hurts. That's what we take away from all of this. Uh, So anyway, on Thursday the 23rd of June, which is just around the corner, I will be taken to the stage 
of the Theatre Royal Haymarket in London. I've been given my character. I am a Ooh, waiter yes. who is serving Dell and Raquel on their first ever date. Um, and my line is, Signor Duval, Mr Duval, transatlantic call for you, Mr Duval. So this is all going really well and we've yeah, been having some yeah. fun Workshop and we've been workshopping it, yeah. it, as you say, Matt, and everyone's been getting involved out there and so many nice comments and it's been great. But now, well, it's taken a rather sinister turn. <laughs> Someone is, I believe they say, well gel. Is that a thing that... Mm, yeah, yes, the so. kids say, yeah, do they? So, <laughs> I don't know. Matt, we, we are not qualified to have that conversation. Someone's well gel. Mm. And uh, it's not like the fact that I'm going to be having a role in Only Fools and Horses. And so they've gone out and they've conjured their own. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming. I no. thought this person was a close friend. Yes. In, in fact, I consider myself to be an uncle. Yeah, to this person. I do. Yeah. yeah. She's featured on the show many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's your 10-year-old daughter, Bess. Yeah, no-one saw this coming. No, no-one saw this coming. <laughs> so what's, what's going on? She is going to be in a school show, right, at the start of July called Thoroughly Modern Musicals. And one of the segments of that show at a big old theatre on the coast in Hastings is Only Fools and Horses. And she auditioned for the part of Marlene, but she got the part of Boise. Right. So she is going to be playing <laughs> Boise in Only Fools and Horses. On a smaller scale, it's not West End, granted, but, you know. Yeah, but it's oh, it's a bigger role, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, like, I mean... She's actually a named <laughs> character that people have heard of. <laughs> yeah. So I've got to think about the size of the building yeah. and its locale in London's yeah. glittering West End Ooh. and all the history that comes yeah, with that. Yeah. But actually, no-one knows who the waiter is who serves Dan and Raquel, well, but everyone true. knows who Boise is. Yes, it's true. He's even got a catchphrase, yeah. So you think I'd be kind of pleased, because it's like, come on, Dave, you're a grown-up, and Bess is only ten, and you're like yeah. an uncle to her. <laughs> but already the trash-talking has started. Um, she, I got this voice note yesterday. <laughs> uh, have a listen to this. Bonjour, David. I hear I have a bigger part in only four the than you. I'm playing Boise, and here are some of the lines. <laughs> Marlene, I have told you that this market is far too down market for us. Nothing but real chances here. <laughs> Speaking of chances, uh, hello, Dale. Thank you, Dale. You can leave her. Don't want her mingling here with the likes of... Well, you never know what you'll catch. Marlene. <laughs> wow. Already that line is so much longer than yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry, yeah. Yeah, that is a 38-second piece of audio. And <laughs> yeah. that really hurts. I mean, you can really try and drag yours out. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. <laughs> The audience are just being a bit perplexed, aren't they? <laughs> 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 I've got a timer on my watch. Oh, I'm still well under the 38 seconds of best got. <laughs> Mr. Duval. <laughs> I can make transatlantic at least 11 seconds. Yeah. That's yeah. where it is. I can, I can slow it down there. Senor Duval, Mr. Duval. <laughs> oh, hang on. Paul Whitehouse has texted again. Oh, here we go. Um, so, the, so the trolling, and that's what it is. I'm being trolled by your 10-year-old daughter. Well, yeah. um, it doesn't stop there. She actually had a go at my line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we thought we might as well see how she could do your, those lines as well. Um, what's quite nice about this little bit of audio you're going to hear is um, Matt had obviously squiggled the, the line down on a piece of paper, which was also his shopping list. Oh, We've yeah. left that bit in. Here we, here, <laughs> here we go. 
Senor Duval, Mr. Duval, transatlantic call for you, Mr. Duval. Nice. Been back in sun cream. <laughs> <laughs> Been back in sun cream. Again, I could try that just at the end, just randomly yeah. say bin bag and sun cream. As I, as I move away from the table, uh, Mr. Duval, bin bag and sun cream. <laughs> oh, Paul Whitehouse has text again. Um, so, well done to Bess, I suppose. Yeah. I, I, that was intimidatingly good as well. That's like Sarah Champion levels of good, the delivery right, of the line. No, I, think, I think you're going to make it your own, aren't you? So it'll be fine. Thanks, Dad. I mean, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, on Thursday, the 23rd of June, on the West End stage, I shall make my debut in Only Fools and Horses, the musical. And, of course, as you've been on this journey with us since the very beginning, I want you to be there. We've got ten pairs of tickets to give away to this award-winning West End show, and we're going to start giving them away tomorrow morning. And what we want you to do is come on air and do your best impression of any of the characters oh, from nice. Only Fools and Horses. Now, you can enter right now by texting Dell to 81215. That's the word Dell to 81215. We are, of course, inspired by Matt's 10-year-old daughter, Bess. Here are some of the lines. Marlene, I have told you that this market is far too... Down markets for us. You see, if you came on air and did that, you'd win a pair of tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's yeah. what we're after. So if you fancy your chances of winning and you want to witness my West End stage debut with your actual eyes and ears, then text Dell to 81215 right now. That's 81215. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Walls looking a little lifeless? Get Crown Matte Emulsion Paint in pure, brilliant white, 10 litre for just £10. Don't miss out. Shop online or in store today. Be house proud with Wix. 8.35 on your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Where every weekday morning, Matt Dyson brings us the social ammunition. And a little while back, you brought it to our attentions that there is a little arrow on the fuel gauge of all cars, which indicates which side of your vehicle the kind of fuel cap is on. Yes. Mm. So you know which side to fill up on. Yeah, it's a classic car hack, isn't it? Where you're going to spend all of your money. Which side of the car (laughs) am I going to spend all of my money on today? and you have a similar one, Matt. Well, this is a and strange I, I, new car hack. Th- this yeah. is, I, if, and if you've heard of it, 8, 12, 15, get in touch. If you've been doing this for years, right? I want to hear from you. I want to know what kind of yeah. person <laughs> you are. Because I had no idea uh, yeah. that this was even it's, a thing. It's very strange. Uh, and it's on TikTok people are doing it. And uh, they're basically draining their car doors. Uh, of, of water. Okay. Yeah, of thank water. you, Glenn. That's the I know, yeah. I want. Yeah. It's like almost like bleeding a radiator, but yeah. for the TikTok generation, right? They There is a little... Um, and all, all makes of car have this. Apparently so. And apparently they've got the hashtag, this is real, uh, alongside the hashtag car. Well, hack. then it must be. Yeah, exactly. There's a little sort of rubber knob on the inside of a car door just underneath the, you know, the little like compartments, the plastic compartments where you put a drink or you put some documents there. And on the metal bit underneath that, there's a little rubber knob that you can pull out 
and that drains all the liquid from the car door because I've never thought about it before. But you know, like where the wind the wind. So that little rubber seal, I suppose. Yeah, there's a little it gap isn't too tight. The glass and Not the perfectly seal, isn't tight. Yeah. So like rain can get in there. You can have when you're getting your car washed. Where does that liquid go? Do you know what I feel like right now? Do you know what I feel like right now? <laughs> Bush and Richie. This is, I feel exactly. This is exactly the kind of conversation I expect they would be having. Well, yeah. But just why do you? Why would you need to? Well, someone. Why do you need to drain your door? It's not like your car gets really puffy when it's full of. <laughs> it's not like your car looks like it's drowned. <laughs> Someone apparently just heard the water sloshing around in it. Wow. And thought, I want to get rid of that because it's just a bit annoying. So they thought, I'm going to have to drill a hole in my own car door. And then they, yeah. as they were down there, just about they to drill, they went, there's, oh, this little... there's a little rubber knob there. Yeah, Someone knob. at some point has completely by accident undone that rubber knob. Water started pouring out of the car, and the first thought would have been, well, oh, this can't be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no Damn way it. this is good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's not petrol because that's a thousand pounds worth. Yeah, I think I've hit a car artery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. put this back. I'm going to close the door. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to walk away. But, yeah, but, I suppose but the all ex- makes of car have got I, this. Apparently so. On the little metal that inside the... <laughs> it's meant to be like, no, no, it's just those banana boats that go on the Thames. It's only those ones. Because... Oh, that'd be great if your car deflated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I just bought that. Because <laughs> if, the, if, the if the water's adding weight to your car, you're using more petrol, you know. It's oh, yeah. It, how it, wow. economically is. So we might all need to drain our doors at some point. <laughs> part of like your, You're only your supposed to drain the blooming doors off. <laughs> yeah, I've never considered it before today. Wow. And uh, hashtag this is real. Yeah, so it must be. It, it, and look, if, as I said at the very beginning of this talky bit, if you've been draining your car doors for years, <laughs> get, A, what kind of person are you? Yeah. And B, please, yeah, get in touch. 8, 12, 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. From the biggest transformations to the smallest changes, be house proud with Wix. Shop the latest offers in store or via the Wix app. Don't be house barrassed, be house proud with Wix. Well, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Hashtag this is real. Yeah. This Someone's is got real. in touch with us who is actually draining a lorry door. Yeah. As they listen to us talk about draining That's doors. Rich in Erith is hey, draining Rich. a lorry door and he's a mechanic and he says he's shaking his head at the radio. <laughs> We're disappointed, Rick, haven't we? Why God. have we never drained our door before? We've let Rick down. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sally in Kent. Have we really lived such a privileged life that we haven't <laughs> drained our doors, Matthew? I've never considered it before. Regularly had to drain the back doors in our old car. If we didn't, you could hear water sloshing about. I've never so heard, Sally I've never heard, heard it. it. I've never heard oh, of it. Glenn, so you, weird, as a stand-up comedian, a touring comedian, you've covered some miles in your vehicle. Yeah. And you've yeah. never heard a slosh. No, 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 <laughs> um, Anna, I mean, so all weird. those trips. I know normally you're asleep drunkenly on a train back to Stoke. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was based on a story from a previous edition of the show. But all the driving, you know, never go come and see Mar and Pa. Never had a sloshy door. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Matt, you live by the sea, yeah. so your yours is tainted. But you wouldn't be able to tell anyway. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, if you put your ear close to the car door, <laughs> you can hear the sea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, wow. So, well, thank you for getting in touch, everyone, and particularly you, Rick. You're right. I'm gonna start draining my doors. I know. I can't wait to do it when I get back to my car. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mix it up a little bit here, though. Yes. I want to take us back to yesterday. Um, when we finish the show, we have a little production meeting. When I say little, it, it literally takes 30 minutes. Um, but uh, when uh, producer Mark, the hype beast Womble, stood up, because he'd been sat down just well, to yeah. my left mm-hmm. all, all show long, he, he revealed that he was wearing shorts. 
Oh, he hadn't told me. There'd been no oh. warning. I think you should warn. I mean, Glenn <laughs> warned me when we first started working together that I will wear shorts every single day, even in the middle of Regardless January. Of the weather, yeah. There you go. So I know that of Glenn. So when Ooh. I see him walk off to the kitchen through the studio window, it's not such a surprise. It did give me a shock when I first started here and saw you in shorts. What, you saw Glenn in yeah. shorts? I, yeah. But then in Matt, winter. Matt stood up and he was wearing shorts as well. Yeah. And then producer Dave stood up. There was a trio. There were six kneecaps staring yeah. me in oh, the eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't want that. No. You know, but there needs to be a warning. And then Matt used one of the most oh, unnerving phrases ever. He described wearing shorts as freeing. <laughs> oh, no, no. oh, I know. Oh, no, don't. Mm. don't. Anyway, they all claimed because the hot weather's here for many of us. That's what you were saying. Not yes. for me. All time of the year. All time. Well, every yeah. time Even when it's freezing. Yeah. Scarves out, calves out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to do a little daily smash based on all the knees I was forced to look at yesterday. Uh, we're going to smash together hot weather and movies. Yes, so anything to do or associated with hot weather, anything to do with film. 8, 12, 15 is the number. Um, I've just looked down at one of the things I wrote with the dying seconds of the last song, and it's awful. Really? Yeah. Oh, I might no, even skip over thoughts. it. Try it. It might be might be worth a while. Dirty rotten loungers. <laughs> no, yeah, no. no. Yeah, it doesn't really, um, yeah. When Harry sweats, Sally. Oh yes, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. That's my one then. <laughs> uh, Matt Dyson, what you got for us? Um, air con air. <laughs> con air con. Uh, con air con. Con air con's better, isn't it? Um, and fans labyrinth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, excellent work. Anna Geary. I've got Fry Hard. Yes. Oh, oh great. <laughs> and Beauty in the Beach. Oh, oh very brilliant. good. Glenn. Uh, I know what humid last summer. <laughs> uh, and tanned by me. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That is the smash for today. Anything to do with hot weather and movies. The number is 81215. Make sure you include your names to get the recognition you deserve. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. Welcome along to Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as did a little bit of cunning wordplay. And this morning on the Daily Smash, it was hot weather versus movies. Rich got in touch with Sun Thing about Mary. Ah, nice. He adds his drink. Training his car door. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> yeah. uh, dry Hard from Debbie. Butch Cassidy and the Sunburnt Kid from oh, Ewan. Uh, we've got Once Upon a Time in the Vest from oh. Jacko from Peterborough. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Spray from Sharon. Nice. And Jenny in Windsor who says, I know this is pants, but it's all I've got for you guys this morning with Avatan instead Avatan. of Avatar. Uh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Right. Thanks, right. Jenny. Thanks for texting in. It's the taking part that yeah, counts, it isn't it? Written down, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Daily Smash will return to the breakfast show real soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And my guest this morning is a singer, songwriter, podcaster. He has two number one albums, six UK top ten singles, a Brit Award for Best British Male Solo Artist, and a complete collection of Pokemon cards <laughs> drunkenly bought on eBay after a night at the pub. It's George Ezra. <laughs> What a CV. <laughs> hey, George. Hello, man. How are you? Very good. All of those things you should be very proud of, by yeah, the way. Thank you, um, I am. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, and it's, it's lovely having you back on the show. I want to start by talking about the brand new single, Green Green Grass, which we love playing here on Breakfast. Um, 
Is it one man's touching ode to his favourite Glade plug-in fragrance? <laughs> I, you know I nearly said it in the lift on the way up here. I was like, I wonder if we're going to talk about air freshness. I mean, is the air freshener still in the house or is it gone? Well, I didn't want to say last time. It was never an air freshener. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you called me up and I was like, just go with it. Go I, with I mean, it. it's on brand, so just, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> it just um, makes sense. Okay, so it wasn't an air freshener, it's still in your house. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, all jokes aside, um, Green Green Grass taken from the brand new album, Gold Rush Kid, which is out now, by the way. Um, now, I believe you found inspiration for that song in an unlikely place. Yeah. Um, tell us about your, your trip to St. Lucia and what happened there, George. It's a fascinating story. Yeah, man. It was with, with some friends in St. Lucia, two of my closest friends, and there's this beach bar, which is honestly tiny. Like, two blokes can stand inside. It's this square. We're sat around, and you've got two options. So you either drink their homemade rum punch, which is lethal, <laughs> um, or the local lager. So we were kind of like a being the two. Wow. We did have oh, quite a culture trip. a being the technical yeah. term yeah. for that, George? <laughs> nice to know. We did have quite a sensible trip, but this was the day where we were like, okay... And so we're sat there, we're getting to know the guys that were there, and then this music starts up, loud, loud, loud music. So I excuse myself at some point and start running down these little streets and get to what is essentially the high street. And there's people cooking, dancing, hugging. There's about three different sound systems playing. So I jumped in this shop and asked the girls that work there, what, what's going on today? And they said, oh, today is a funeral day in our community and we're celebrating three lives that we've lost. So then obviously it was beautiful before, but wow. then you look back knowing that and it's so different to anything I know, you know, around that conversation. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in the lockdown, going back through old diaries, I just found the lyric. There was no story before or after that just said, green, green grass, blue, blue sky, you better throw a party on the day that I die. And I was like, wow, that's good. And it took me straight back there. I was like, that's a feeling. Because when you're writing songs... There is a part of you. What do you want to like feel? What do you like, George? What do you want to? Yeah, you stood on stage. It feels really good to sing that. Well, yeah. you know, as I said, we we love playing it here on the show. And and what what's so great about the story and why I wanted you to tell it for everyone listening is because it's such an upbeat, great song. Yeah. But it's got such poignant lyrics and such yeah. that that incredible message that you just you kind of quoted there. Your own lyrics, which yeah. is nice. Uh, you know your own lyrics, George. <laughs> you know, George quotes his own lyrics. <laughs> That's all he does, then he leaves. Um, but no, but to bring those two things together is not an easy task as a, as a as No, a but they made it easy. Yeah, but like, okay. seeing the party, it was like, oh, this is just... It's, it's, I don't think it's easy for us and the way we approach the end of life, but mm. these guys didn't, nailed it. It was like, oh, this yeah. is beautiful. And you brought it together so well in the song, George, as I say. Um, my, my now wife and I went to uh, St Lucia and um, it was nearly the day that I died when she made me climb one of the Piton Mountains. Oh, jeez, man. I've never done anything. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not built for marathon running or any of that stuff. I'm not a gym head. But I, honestly, I thought it was the end of me. They were telling me, because we climbed the Piton as well, and at the bottom, there's like this local family. So at the bottom of the mountain that's like realistic to climb, there's a little village, isn't there? But yeah. the people that live there are the guides that will take you up. Yeah. But then I got to the top, and there's some bloke with a cool box and cold beers. And I was like, you've had to climb up here with an ice box. I didn't thought about that. Yeah. Roaring trade. At one point, right, I was so bad at it, and I, I just honestly thought it was the end. It was the end of days for me. Mm. At one point, the, the the villager who's showing you up the mountain turned to, to my then girlfriend Sarah Jane, and seriously just looked at me. He looked at her and just went, "We should just leave him behind." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was a mess. I, I was a mess. But you came away from that experience uh, A in and B in and yeah. with an incredible single under your belt. Yeah, so well done to Thank the people of St much. Lucia. <laughs> George, please wait right there because up next we want to talk about your brand new album, Gold Rush Kid. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio and Absolute Radio 10s where real music matters. And my guest this morning is George Ezra. Album number three, Gold Rush Kid, is out now. George, there have been some really big kind of landmark events around this release, right? Yeah. I think, like, there's a few things. So the thing throughout the release of this record, it feels completely different to the last two in that there's a very, like, natural question to be asked, which is, are you nervous? Which in the past, yes, yes, yes. This time around, it just... I don't feel that. It was just excited to get it out okay. and, and happy to be in the moment. But the week leading up to it was like, you're looking at the diary, and I never look too far ahead because it's always a bit crazy. Well, it can consume you if yeah. you start to do that, yeah. So I'm looking at the Saturday Queen's Jubilee. So you're like, okay, well, that's pretty big, isn't it? <laughs> and it was my 29th birthday on the Tuesday, so I was like, oh, that's good. That's, you know, that's that'll nice. be a laugh. And then you're releasing the album on Friday. Yeah. What are like... I just, that is, it'll be tough to beat that week. Well, you see, that's all about mindset, George, isn't it? I mean, there are people who would look at those things and be like, you know, birthdays, however you take it, and we will talk about your birthday. But the, the nerves could consume you performing at the Jubilee, I'd imagine. And as you say, the nervousness about the album. But you look at that as like, what a great life I'm it, leading, well, it, and truly, this is an amazing yeah, time. Absolutely. Brilliant. I mean, there was Brilliant. a moment at the Jubilee, because I hadn't really... I don't think I'd comprehend just how big an event it was in the kind of nation's calendar. She's on all the money, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was saying, will I recognise her if I see her? Be... Is, that, is that her? Or... Yeah. So, so we get there and then there's like two hours before I perform, we did like a whole kind of press junket talking to different journalists and every single win. They didn't ask, are you nervous? They asked, how nervous are you? That's <laughs> a, so when I walked into this kind of red carpet situation, I was pretty calm. And oh. I left there like white, oh, knees shaking. Journalists. But we got up there, we got it. It was brilliant. They were raging psychological yeah. warfare yeah, on you. Yeah. Um, so I mean, let, let me ask about that though. Did What was it like backstage? Was it like, it, was it like no backstage you'd ever seen before? Was it Farguar and corgis everywhere, or what, <laughs> what was, was going on? It wasn't quite that. I mean, it was a mix match because it was, if you think about just the, there's no festival would, that would have the lineup that played that day because you've got Andrew Lloyd Webber and his mate in a Technicolor jacket and all of that. <laughs> they're, they're running around. Big fan, yeah. Not quite running around, actually, <laughs> but they're out there. Yeah. Brian May's running around, Stephen Fry at some point. Yeah. You know, there was, who else was there that was just like, wow, no, Rogers was there, Elbow, um, yeah, it was so you're epic. in you're in good company. Absolutely, and every there wasn't anybody that I spoke to that wasn't going. This is a bit mad, isn't it? You know, no one's there going like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, it was all a bit like, wow. And then we went to the after party. Well, now we're talking. Yeah. Come on, George. Can I, what, and what? do you know what? Most important, I got to take my mum, and that was like a really like she got dressed up and her eyes lit up, and it was beautiful. It was really like because you don't get to do that very often well, I don't imagine no a and platinum jubilee is a is a rare very rare occasion yeah. and two and days later I rang my mum and she said I'm still floating George. Oh. I said, oh 
mate, it's, that's it's lovely. too good, yeah. When you can do it for the family like yeah. that, that is so special. Have you got any kind of keepsakes or mementos from that, I imagine? Has your mum kind of kept a slice of cake in a napkin that's going to sit in, there the, was a point in the Welsh dresser for the next 30 years? <laughs> Not quite. There was a point where I asked if I could go to the toilet, and bear in mind, we're in Buckingham Palace, so I'm like, we've like, we're in. Oh, was the after party in, in Buckingham Palace? Palace? Yeah. Oh! yeah, man. And I, so I was like, can I go to the toilet? Thinking like, God, I'm in the palace. And I get there, it was about 20 urinals, so I was definitely in the like public wing. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like, yeah, you could go and nip up. It was like, okay, this is, yeah. there's a bit of an infrastructure here for this. The queen yeah. doesn't have a row of urinals, does she? Yeah. No, no, that's a, that's a good, that's a true say. Um, so, you, you know, your, your mum's excited about the Platinum Jubilee, that happens. The other thing that's in the diary is, is your birthday. Yeah. So, happy birthday. Thank it was a couple do. of weeks back. Um, how did you celebrate? Are you one of those people who has like a birthday week or would oh, you rather just forget about it? What went down? I just, I'm so happy to answer these questions. It just makes me smile because it's so, of course this is what happened. So we played a gig in Malta on the Monday. Get off stage, get to this bar and the band and crew like make it their work for the evening to make sure I go to bed in a state. That's great. I'm like for it. It's not like, no, no. It's like, so we're having a good What's time. What's an A and a B, yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah. So then the next day we got a flight home and then a drive back. I didn't get home until about five or six. And I'm an idiot because I had made no plans. So come 7pm, I've ordered a curry to eat by myself. And by 10, I'm in bed. And I was just like, I just, I just want today to be done. Let's pretend this wasn't your birthday. You give it another shot next year because you've ruined, like this, you've, okay. nah, this was not a good, it was fine. I was just like, oh, you've, this was no good. Well, speaking of birthdays, that leads us nicely onto our brand new feature, Star Sign Scenarios. I want you to have a go, George, next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio and Absolute Radio 10s, where, of course, real music matters. And my guest this morning is George Ezra. And now it is time for my brand new feature on The Breakfast Show. It's Star Sign Scenarios. So I've done a deep dive into the traits of your star sign. I'm going to ask you some questions tailored especially for your astrological projection. Okay. Uh, now, as we've established, you were born in the month of June. Yeah. And therefore, my friend, you are... Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> so uh, I've got some traits here. We're going to go through them. Okay. <laughs> Geminis are social creatures. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about your, your, your birthday there and kind of having a curry and in bed by yeah. 10, despite your, your bandmates and the crew's yeah. best efforts. But what is the biggest party you've ever thrown or been to? I'm good at that, man. Like, I, I, like, I like to mark occasions and we'll either rent the upstairs of pubs or I'll have people to mine. And it, whether it's like the end of a big festival season or whatever just try and get everyone in a room and, and and you remember how many branches to the tree there are and you're going it's actually rare that everyone gets to be in the same room so do I we mean like um i'm not casting any aspersions here i'm just using this as an example but do you mean like the accountants are coming the bean counters for the tour absolutely involved. yeah 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 yeah. so the, everyone's the coming agents that not a state agent sorry the travel agents travel agents yeah the, not a state agent no, you're not welcome course, here like, <laughs> Um, but then from the record label publishing band crew, it's just a nice wow. thing. And the thing is, if you do it the night of the show, a lot of the crew can't make it because they're still loading out. So you do it like a week after. Nice. You know. Um, Will that be in the diary? Because you've got, obviously, live music being back. You've got the festivals. You've got the massive shows at Finsbury we Park as well. It, yeah. So are you looking at a date we are. sometime around September-ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. And, and, yeah, I love doing it and we will absolutely do it again. Yeah. Great stuff. Okay. Gemini's, you're also known for being flexible. 
physically. Yeah, can you do any weird stuff with your body? Like, can you dislocate your thumb or cross one eye or wiggle an ear? Any of that no, stuff? No, that... I can't. I genuinely, I can do... What can I do? Not much. I'm, I'm, I would say the opposite. Like, I need a hot bar to cross my legs. <laughs> I'm not flexible. <laughs> at all. I'm the same. It's so annoying, isn't yeah. it? You know when people put their arm on the table Mate. and suddenly they pop their shoulder yeah. out and, and or they move their hand around I've the got other a way. That we got like go away with each other, a group of us, and even like things like whatever, passing some time frisbee or whatever. His, his collarbone pops out and it's a normal thing. <laughs> like, that's rubbish. What he just cl- clicks <laughs> yeah. it back in and keeps on going. Yeah, it goes and has a sit down. <laughs> God, what a bunch! The in betweeners, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gemini's are knowledgeable. Um, what I'd like to know, George, is your wow kind of pub ammo fact, the one you, you return to. I was told two facts yesterday that, okay. if are true, blew my mind. Okay, go on. So the T-Rex is closer in time to us than it is the pterodactyl, and that's how long dinosaurs... Wow. That's incredible. That, that is, yeah. And that's the other true. one... true. I've heard that. That's amazing. And on a similar thing was that what, Cleopatra is closer to us in time than the building of the pyramids and her and her kind of people saw the pyramids as an ancient wonder Did as they? well yeah Pat my guy the radio dude Pat he was yeah. telling us yesterday Pat man you got to work on your pants when you're the people carrier <laughs> Oh, George Ezra's a superstar. What are you telling him about Cleopatra for? Here's one as well. They told us, because we, we were then showing facts, one we heard yesterday was that a million seconds makes 11 days and a billion seconds makes 31 years. Wow. That's the difference between a million and a billion. Uh, all I've got that's, is... That's the difference. <laughs> the, can I give you one to take with you? Please do, yeah. Uh, the inventor of the Pringles can mm-hmm. is buried in one. Really? Yeah. Like ashes in the... Well, I see, now, thinking about it, ashes in an actual Pringle can yeah. makes sense. I presumed his family had a giant one built yeah. and he was buried up <laughs> <laughs> Green, green grass, Pringles can. <laughs> Uh, George, excellently handled, as always, on Star Sign Scenarios there. Um, it's always a pleasure to see you. Oh, man. Um, I, um, I love the new album, which is out now. Uh, go download. Uh, it's called Gold Rush Kid. You've got so many live shows coming up over the summer, including those big ones at Finsbury Park, which I know everyone's really psyched about here in London. Uh, you can check out where George is playing on his website, georgeezra.com. George, thank you. Legend. Thank you, man. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And there we go. Time once again to bid you goodbye from this edition of The Breakfast Show. And, of course, we leave you in the more than capable hands of another edition of The Daily Podcast. Matt Dyson, you are, as always, going to name it. OK, great. What have we got today? Rage Against the Machine, even though they are the machine. Ah, the Winklevoss twins, yeah. Transatlantic. <laughs> <laughs> Upstage by a 10-year-old. We may all need to drain our doors. Nary a slosh nor a splutter. And scarves out, calves out. 
Oh, wow. Uh, Glenn just went for a series of podcast <laughs> names in about the space of three minutes while talking about the card door draining on TikTok, so I think it has to be nary a slush nor a splutter. I think you're right. He became a one-man <laughs> podcast naming machine, didn't he, for that talky bit. Uh, so the name of the podcast, courtesy of Glenn, is nary a slosh nor a splutter. So up next, news on how we could make you a winner. The details could lead to you winning £77,000 this very day. We're going to be back tomorrow at 6am. So until then, stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci.